Alright. Welcome to a relaxed version of the Rio Force podcast. I'm Rio Force, your podcastier, um, the captain of the Rio Force Rangers, as recently dubbed by an computer program. Um, why I never thought of that before, I don't know. I mean, I guess I don't need anything. I don't call my fans anything. I barely interact with them. Um, and apparently lately when I do interact with them, it tends to be because of controversy. But that's not really lately. That's been that way for the past, like, um, two years, I guess. Uh, no. Yeah. Yeah, about two years. So that's fun. That's real fun. Um, but, but whatever. Um, anyway, welcome two episode i don't know one i'm gonna call this episode one i know i had previously had a podcast a couple of times but this uh is a revamp i i just want to talk about things and it's not that interesting probably because it's just a thought process i've come up with a few topics or whatever for different episodes um of ideas i'd like to explore but i don't necessarily know that they're interesting to listen to uh, or even that interesting to like delve into uh, mostly about society religion <laughs> okay actually not true mostly about just whatever's on my mind and whatever's on my mind tends to be either um wallowing is how fitty <laughs> that's a joke maybe or like society and religion because uh that tends to be what I'm more involved with in my day-to-day life. One thing that I'm going to talk about today is not related at all to society and religion. I mean, maybe I'll tie it back in, but I doubt it. uh, What I really want to talk about today is the idea of, of creating and the medium in which a person does create and the distribution of such a creation. So a little background, I have been brick filming, which is making Lego movies, stop motions, um, since, what was that, 2007, I believe. So that's like, um, goodness, Four, uh, how many years is that? 16 years? Seriously? I'm getting old, man. 16 years I've been making Lego movies. And in the past few years, I've struggled with wanting, with telling the stories that I want to tell using the Lego medium for various reasons. A lot of my stories may um, be more mature or uh, grown up in topic or in idea. Um, for example, one movie I want to make uh, more involves like mental and emotional state of a late high schooler, let's say. Um, and that I don't think you could achieve with a Lego medium. The seriousness of it does not make sense in such a medium. Not to say I've not tried to make serious films in a Lego medium. I have. Princess Storm. Um I mean, that's one of the major ones. Solo Luna, sort of, but I think most people just see it as like a a love poem, I guess, because it's not a full, complete story type thing. Um, 
I'm drawing a blank on a lot of my my films. I tend to forget what I've created after I create it. But I do have made, quote, unquote, more serious films. And I want to make more serious films in the future. And I also want to make more comedies. But they don't all necessarily need to be block-related comedies. They they can... They, I need. I want to branch out. And I don't know what to branch out into. I think I have an idea of what I should branch out into. But it's not working out for me. But then again... I tend to be the kind of person who gives up really easily um, if I'm not, for some reason, like, set on an idea. Um, when I started brick filming, I was actually, I mean, I was a kid, so I didn't really think that hard about anything. I just sort of started doing it. But then I I went to making CGI, like, Blender brick films and Blender videos. Um, problem is, with that, was that I did not like making lego in blender because it was uh, it didn't make sense to me to have to recreate all the props and all the items that were already existent in real life and i think that's actually kind of an echo of what i'm dealing with now um i'm wanting to create now a puppet a stop motion puppet so it's all like from scratch and stuff uh, armature from scratch, the clothing from scratch, the designs from scratch, like all of it's brand new to me. And there's various reasons for that. Monetization is easier with that. I don't have to worry about IPs and brands. Um, I can make it quote, quote, human. So the videos can be at least a little more serious. Maybe not as serious as a live action movie, but indie live action films have their own issues. Um, and those that I could not address with my um, abilities and and budget and lack of crew slash cast, but uh, puppet is where it was where I'm leaning to, and I'm so many roadblocks like design. I am stumped on design. I see designs online and I'm like, okay, 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 not a bad design. I kind of like it. Kind of want to steal it. And in in occasions I have, um, and I've even made a puppet from a, two puppets? Two puppets from stolen designs online. Um, no, I guess not stolen. They were from tutorials, whatever. They weren't original designs. And you could tell if you were, I guess, following the stop motion scene at the time. Um, uh, so design, design something that I really get hung up on. Um, and, and then engineering is another thing I really get hung up on. Even if I knew the design, how do I want to make it? So I heard, um, I was listening to Joel Haver talk about films on his other YouTube channel where he talks about films, um, and he was saying something about the creation of movies. He said to maximize the things that you do like and minimize all the things you don't like, in, re in reference to the process of making films. So let's say... If I start making a movie or a YouTube short series or whatever, if that I would need more than one character in existence. Um, and I mean, that doesn't have to be any of those two things. It could just be, I need characters, I need to make them. So what are the things that I like about that? Well, I like having the character at the end. I like having it working, um, you know, and that includes lots of articulation points, a good design, um, Aesthetically pleasing, you know, that's that's important to me. Stop motion's easy to get creepy or 
or cutesy, but not necessarily good design, it's hard. It's hard to do. It doesn't creep people out. <laughs> and maybe that's their problem. I don't know. Um, but the things I don't like to do, um, dealing with, let's say, glue. I don't like um, creating clothes from scratch because that's a lot of sewing and cutting, and, and that's really irritating. Um, it's not a deal breaker. I might do it still if, you know, the trade-off between aesthetics versus having to sew some puppet clothes um, or gluing some wire armatures into, you know, uh, some plastic. But, I mean, some of the things I don't like to do maybe are constructing or rather designing puppet armatures from scratch. I'm hoping that the that problem will solve itself once I make a puppet armature i'll be able to make it over and over and over again um which is why i'm really drawn to 3d printing 3d printing over let's say buying a 200 dollar or more that's what i say with this economy um metal stop motion ball and socket armature for one character i'd rather make my own and then print it out as many times as i need and printed it out with the idea that it is um, not permanent, so parts might break. It's slightly disposable. But having that existing in such a way that I can replace those parts when they break, um, or that I can swap out heads and hairs and, you know, things like that. Another thing I don't like to do is painting, um, especially painting fine details. That's really hard to, for me. Um, like onto a puppet, I can't say I'll never do it because, I mean, 3D printers don't, you know, come out of the printer painted. They come out of the printer as a solid color. And for, you know, if I made, like, a YouTube shorts thing, I could just do all solid colors or whatnot because, hey, it's a, it's a short. It looks like a, com a comic, a cartoon, like, you know, Jaden Animations or Odd Ones Out or whatever. Um, don't color their stuff in necessarily so so I, I think I, I could embrace that aesthetic if that was what I wanted to do not necessarily for the movie the big movie I have in mind um I don't think that would work for that so there's the the fight of you know the things I don't want to do versus the things I do want to do on a tangent of that then I um you know making the one design does not necessarily work for another movie. Um, like, I'd love to embrace a single style that's universal, plus that's easy to make, you know, so I could make serious films, cartoons, like um, shorts, you know, quick and easy things, take it out in the world, you know, things like that. But I don't know if I have a single design in mind that I can do for all that. I, I would hope I can, but I'm not a great designer, I don't think. And that's a big hang-up for me. So I, I mentioned that I made a couple puppets in the past. I made one based on Cranbursher's tutorial, um, which I don't know what's on the inside anymore. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, I do. Um, it's just made of, of twisted wire and plumber's putty, plumber's epoxy putty. And that's uh, a dough that you, like, mash up and it turns as hard as concrete, or that's what it says in the bottle. And you put the wire inside of that, and so then you make the torso and the hips of the puppet with all its wire limbs, which is all fine and dandy. It is still working. It's not bad, but it's not great because um, 
in one of the puppets, actually, I made another one. I forgot about it. I made a puppet of a Pokemon guy for a Twitter thing. Um, and the armature broke. It came out of the, the, the epoxy putty. And I know that wire armatures tend to break. So that's why I'm so drawn to making modular things. I don't want to have to recreate the puppet or do intensive puppet surgery if I'm in, if I'm in like animating mode and it breaks. I'd rather just pop in a new, you know, limb underneath the skin or whatever instead of going in having to make a whole new skeleton just because one limb broke and you can't just take it out and put it back in. And I've actually made a modular puppet that 3D printed, but I, I can't keep the wires in. They, they fall out. Even though I use epoxy glue, they fall out. And I may just need to continue pursuing that. But because of the minimize things you don't like, maximize things you do like philosophy, which I really like. I really like that philosophy. Um, because of that, I haven't... I haven't really worked on that puppet because I'm thinking, well, there's a lot of problems with it, uh, but mainly it requires me to sew on clothes and skin and, and paint things. And maybe if I just got over that, it would actually be a really good puppet. I mean, there's problems. It's top heavy right now. It's way too big. It's like nine inches tall. Um, it falls over all the time. I can't keep it standing up. So those are some issues I have to work out, uh, besides the armature, the wire not staying in the limb holes that I made for it, even though I am epoxying them, they just slide right out. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's kind of frustrating to, to have to, to want to make my process so optimized right at the beginning so that I don't have to re-optimize it again later. I made the movie um, for those who feel unworthy last year, maybe, maybe the year before. I can't remember. It might have been early last year or late 2021, maybe mid-2021. I could look it up, but I don't have a way to right now. And it was a 3D printed puppet armature. It was modular. It was small. Um, I printed it in PLA with a regular top-down 3D printer. It wasn't very strong. It, like, broke a lot. And that was not good. And I also had to glue the fabric skin onto the puppet because um, 3D printing with the kind of printer I had then was a nightmare. Um, now, you know, I have, a, I have a resin printer and it prints good detail. I could probably do the same thing on my resin printer wouldn't be bad making the clothes that's still bad that's still not what I like to do and the design yeah, the design wasn't terrible it wasn't great she wasn't very flexible um so there's that but I mean I, I I I'm saying that I can make a puppet I just get so stuck in my own head of making a puppet and of creating art and creating content and so that's where I want to go to the differentiation 
of art and content. Coming from the very, very recent, and I mean like last night, wake of uploading a quote quote content video um, to my YouTube channel. So it was a it was a YouTube short, but it wasn't animated. It was just more of a thought that I have been dwelling on for way too long, and I knew I needed to say something about it. And whether or not I had to actually release that video was debatable. Sometimes making a video in itself is a catharsis, and I don't have to even worry about it anymore. I could release it. I might not release it. I'm good. I've expressed my thought. We're done. But I did release it, and it was a video about... Um, Lego's pride agenda and um, in in stark contrast to that of the innocence of childhood, especially my childhood as all the photos were from. Um, and I think a lot of people can relate to that sort of feeling of childhood innocence and and I I really hate to see the way Lego has use their brand and it's really tainted my uh outlook upon the toy which is sad because I really enjoy it <laughs> and it's really frustrating to have that lingering because I want to strive to do and only support things that are um good and I think that's an impossible goal on this earth but a worthy goal to try at least because i mean if you know if you know they're doing things that are harmful to society to families to children and are contrary to christian beliefs um to what christ says is true then you should not support that i mean yeah i do not eat at burger king because they like made a gay burger or something i don't remember anymore because it was so long ago but I was reminded of it recently because uh, people got outraged that I said that. <laughs> I think it's hilarious. But like, why should I? I don't want to support that. So all that aside, I made a video with the, with the contrast of that. Um, it was a content video. It didn't take much to make. The message, I think, is important. It's strong. It doesn't require a lot of energy. I didn't have to work an hour or, I mean, a, a week on it, rather. I worked maybe three hours on the video, good enough for the for what it is. But it's 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 not art. Later on, you won't look back on it and be like, "Wow, look at the art, man! This this was perfect back then." No, no, it's it's just for now. It's transient. It's it'll go away. Um, I mean, everything on this earth will go away, but that specifically is not made to last. Whereas a lot of my other videos, like Solo Luna, one of my favorites, I think is decently made to last. I didn't make it in response to any current thing going on. I made it as a story that I wanted to tell in a medium that required me to put thought and effort and lots of energy into every single frame shot, scene, story, etc., etc. And the edit and the completion of it um and it's had lots of good you know feedback so that's why I, I use that as the example 
And I think in the future, I'll look at it and I'll say, yeah, this, this holds up. This holds up, because I think it does. It's one of my videos that really holds up. But not the Lego hates us and our children video. That does not hold up. Not because it'll be wrong in the future, but because it's not art, it's content. Um, I think, was it Martin Scorsese that said, or was it him? I don't know. He said something about um, he's tired of content that he wants to see cinema. And cinema is not content. Content is not cinema. And I'm like, man, he's so right. I've not seen any of his movies, but he's so right. Actually, I think I... Did he make Taxi Driver? I've seen that. I don't know if he made that. Ignore that. I'm talking to myself about movies now. That's not what this podcast is about right this second. I want to make both art and content. Not cheap, low-effort content. I don't know where the line is drawn. It's blurry. Is a YouTube short content just because of the shortness and the verticalness and the medium it's presented in? Like an Instagram reel or a TikTok or whatever. Can it be art by nature? Does it need to be? Is a video, a movie art by nature because of its widescreenness or its high effort or its actually nicely written script or the fact that it's published I mean on YouTube but it's not a short right it's not on Instagram and TikTok it's it's a sit down experience does that make it an art I don't know I don't know distribution of media and the the idea of different types of medias confuses me because I want I would love to make like funny YouTube short type animations. You know, they don't require a ton of effort, but they require enough effort that you know, I, I have to put a little thought into them, right? So it doesn't just three hours. It's, it's a little longer than that. And maybe I'll, you know, be kind of funny. I don't know. I don't, I, but then I also want to make longer form animated content that's like a movie, maybe not an hour and a half, maybe not 90 minutes or 45 or whatever a movie's considered. But like, you know, Princess Storm was 14 minutes. That's kind of cool. That's a movie, man. And I think now with what I know, I mean, I, I feel like I could write a decent, you know, movie. I, I have one in my head and I really want it to exist. But I struggle with focusing on that or focusing on making shorts or focusing on making nothing because I get burned out really easily on this whole media game. And then I'm like, well, now I kind of want to change, you know, mediums. Wouldn't it be cool if I did photography? Oh, hey, I like embroidery. I'll do that now. Oh, I'll, um, you know, I'll make a, a knitted thingy to make a, a movie with. And that's completely, I have never thought of it before until this moment, and I want to do that now. That's, like, real. But is that distracting from the main thing? Is it complimentary? Is it side? Why has it taken me, oh, man, four years, I think? I think I made my first attempt at a puppet in 2020. Oh, it's only been three years then. <laughs> Sorry. It's 2023, apparently. Yeah. I think... I maybe, maybe that was when. I can't remember. 
Yeah, because I think in early 2020, I was doing CGI puppets because I was sold on the fact that I, or I had made a stop motion puppet from the Cranbrister tutorial previously. And so then I made it in CGI because it was a lot easier. And yeah, that's still an option for me. I know enough in Blender and how to do it to be able to make something if I wanted to. I don't want to though. I really, really like the physical medium for a lot of different reasons. And I really don't enjoy staring at a screen a lot. Um, and I say that's a little goofy, you know, making a movie requires staring at a screen like in all parts of the process, but especially in the consumption of said movie. But I do that at work all day. And I, I don't, I didn't want that to be my hobby. And I, I, I've always said that because in 10th grade, I was doing computer school and I said, I don't want to do computers after school now. And then in college, I was on the computer for college and I was like, I don't want to do computers right now. And then in my jobs, I've always been like behind a computer a lot of the time, like 90% of my job is on a computer. And I'm like, I don't really want to be on a computer when I get home, if I can help it. If my hobby was off the computer, I would like it a lot more. I would even like if I could stop motion animate outside. I love being outside of doors, but obviously that is not a goal that is achievable. But with a physical puppet, I can at least take it outside to take pictures with it in different locations or whatnots. Or I could have more than one hobby, or I could have like other things going on besides work and hobby that, you know, occur outdoors. Regardless. Art and content. Is there a, is there is there a line in this modern age? Is anything that's not an oil painting a renaissance painting? Is any of that art? I don't know. I don't know. So what is the takeaway going forward from this? I think I'm not sure. <laughs> and I think that's maybe the problem. Maybe that's the problem and the takeaway. To keep on keeping on. I, I think that I need to work on my puppet more, obviously. I need a stable design. I need a, you know, <laughs> a good modular puppet. Uh, I need to finish my script. I need to work on my movies. I need to decide what I want out of my art and what it's for, what the reason for creating it is, things like that. The constant artistic struggle. Every artist has always asked these questions and no Hardly any of them have found the answers, I'm assuming. I would think that the reason for creating anything as the chief end of man is to glorify God. It's to glorify God, period. Am I doing that with my media? I don't know. I guess it, you have to ask it on an individual approach. Um, one movie could, the other movie might teeter the line and just be pointless and dumb, <laughs> you know? I, I don't know. How's my time being used? I'm hoping it's for good. If I'm if I'm gonna spend all this time making something, it should better it better be for good. That's what I think, and that's probably why I've had a lot of hang up making videos in the in the recent years, because I uh, I can't get the motivation if it's not for something that's I I deem as an important story or something I'm really passionate about. So I'm gonna leave it to you.
if you're listening, shoot me a Instagram message. <laughs> At RioForce on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. What are you making recently? Do you have any ideas for a stop motion puppet that is modular and aesthetically pleasing and doesn't require painting, sewing, or any of that stuff? That's, yeah. And what's on your heart lately? I'd love to hear from you. Um, and maybe I'll do this again next week. This was kind of fun. This was kind of fun. Thank you for listening to me vent for about 30 minutes. If you'd like to tune in next week, come to anchor.fm slash Rioforce.